Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, January the 26th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 7, verses 14 through 23. Mark 7, verses 14 through 23. And uh, recently I've noticed, in fact, even this morning, uh, going to the grocery store, which has become a kind of fascinating place given the fact that I have to go there every morning and get what I need for the day, uh, that how much of these products uh, emphasize their purity uh, it used to be ivory soap was 99 and 44 percent pure. That's why it floated. Well, we've become uh, almost obsessed nationwide with the idea of purity, filtration, uh, drinks, uh, especially water. We now have bottled water. People don't seem to be able to go anywhere without the uh, all-possessive cell phone and the uh, bottled water. We even see them sipping in church, if you can believe that. And um, we see people walking and in stores sipping water. We have various kinds of drinks that purify our system. They cleanse us and food, uh, this gluten-free. I'm not sure what this gluten stuff is. But uh, everything seems to be gluten-free, except I asked someone once uh, about things that are gluten-free, and most of the things that are gluten-free didn't have gluten to begin with, right out of nature. But it sells. It's one of those things. If you say gluten-free, uh, people seem to gravitate to it. And you have menus that are gluten-free in restaurants and so on. Uh, we're obsessed with this idea of purity, uh, what we put in to our bodies uh, that, uh, that keeps us uh, healthy and going. And it's good to eat things that are uh, not contaminated, that's for sure. After all, we have the uh, Department of Agriculture that certifies the uh, purity and the quality of the food we eat, which is certainly to the good. No one is suggesting we should eat contaminated or spoiled food. Uh, we even have expiration dates on uh, cans and products. We have perishable. and We have all kind of packaging that keeps things preserved. And, of course, we now have a whole bunch of labels that tell us no preservatives, uh, whatever that means. Uh, and uh, we're kind of obsessed. Well, we're more than kind of obsessed. Uh, we see people reading labels and looking at wrappers and getting drinks that purify and uh, make one clean. And uh, again, drinks that, and pills and all of these kinds of things that flush out the body. Uh, it's a new world, but uh, okay. And the reason I bring all that up is that in our gospel reading, 
Jesus uh, summons the crowd and he says to them, listen, all of you, and try to understand. Nothing that enters a man from outside can make him impure. That which comes out of him, only that constitutes impurity. Let everyone heed what he hears. Well, on the face of it, we might say, well, no, Jesus, that's not true. I can take a whole bunch of things that uh, contaminate, that make me impure. I can eat fatty foods, foods loaded with that gluten, uh, with sugar, preservatives, pesticides, all kinds of things that make me impure. What is Jesus talking about? Jesus is talking about a much deeper and more important purity. The need for a much deeper and more lasting and important filter. That which goes into our minds and into our souls. That which comes through our eyes, the windows of the soul. Every single day. Do we think of that? I see people in their homes who have all kind of filtration systems on their water. The water we used to drink as uh, children, especially after sports activities or cutting the grass. And if you live in uh, New Orleans, uh, especially in the summer, in the summer months, maybe eight, nine, ten of those months, uh, you can quote unquote work up a sweat. And so uh, you gulp down the water or whatever's available, some kind of tea or water or whatever, uh, to kind of refresh you. And we never thought of the purity of the water and all of that. And uh, Jesus says, Do you not see that nothing that enters the man from the outside can make him impure? It does not penetrate his being, but enters his stomach only and passes into the latrine. Thus he rendered all foods clean. He went on to say, what emerges from within a person, that and nothing else, is what makes him impure. Wicked designs come from the deep recesses of the heart. Fornication, theft, murder, adulterous conduct, greed, maliciousness, deceit, sensuality, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, an obtuse spirit. All these evils come from within and render a person impure. How much do we think of that? Think of all the things that we see every day, the things that we read. Turn on the television and see the various things that render us impure. Think of all the shows on television. And you don't have to go to cable, just the regular television now that we see. We see these so-called situation, either comedies or dramas, 
the various activities and conduct that goes on that young people see, that we see, that comes into us, comes through our eyes, into our mind, in and into our soul, which then affects our behavior, our values. What is the filter there? Where, where do we go in the grocery store? Where do we buy at the hardware store that filter? They don't sell it because they don't have it. If they did, they would. And that filter comes through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and asking ourselves each day, what am I consuming? Have I become uh, more and more contaminated inwardly by what I watch and what I read, by the various things that I engage in? Uh, what kind of thoughts do I have? Uh, doctors tell us recently in various studies that if you listen to the morning news and you look at these various news shows in the morning and you drive to work or you begin your day, even if you're not required to go to work or to office, uh, your blood pressure, respiration, digestion, your cardiovascular system experiences a great deal of rise in pressure, in temperature, in anxiety, uh, because of all the things that we see and we watch. You watch programs in which the moral behavior of the people that are present there. How many of these people are married? How many people have uh, happy families? How many people have uh, well-adjusted children? If you look at these enough, you think that everyone is living back in Babylon or everyone is somehow dysfunctional, broken, sleeping around, having children who are being arrested on drugs, so on and so forth like that. That's the picture we get day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute. And if you look at them, they are the highest, highest rated programs, more eyeballs watching that. And that's not to mention or even consider the so-called news, where what do we see? Shootings of police, riots in our city streets, looting, violence, burning. You look at the world situation. My goodness. Um, where's the filter? Where's that? And more and more of that infects our inner being. Where is that filter? No wonder our thoughts, our words, are often angry, bitter, divisive, strife-filled, rather than words of prayer and peace, of consolation, of encouragement, uh, words of blessing and praise of Almighty God. Uh, look at the quality of our language today. What once would never be said on television is now part of the standard vocabulary. We see products being sold on television 
that once upon a time would have been unimaginable that you would sell that on television. We can't sell cigarettes on television, but look at all of the things related to sexual behavior, so-called protection and safety, while one engages in sexual relations outside of marriage, birth control pills, all kind of things like that. Uh, once again, unmentionable, now become part of our, of our standard diet. That's part of our diet. That's part of what goes into us every single day. Therefore, we should, I guess, you might think, well, we should turn off the television and not watch it. Of course not. We ought to watch some news, be somewhat aware of what's going on. But we also must be very vigilant about what it is doing to our insides, our soul, our mind, and how it affects our behavior and our values. Yes, we should. We should be vigilant about that, especially if we have the responsibility for young people, our children, our grandchildren, young people around us. We may be teachers and coaches, clergy as well. The pornography industry is multi-multi-billions of dollars. It's probably in the trillions if you look at it worldwide. We can't, we can't help but be affected by all of that and infected by all of that. So while we're very much concerned about the water and the food and all of those things that we consume every day because of our physical well-being, May we never overlook the importance of that spiritual filter by which what goes into us is filtered through the gospel, is filtered through the prayer, filtered through scripture, filtered through our faith, our sacraments. And each and every day to ask the Holy Spirit to come and to <clears throat> cleanse our mind and purify our thoughts that they be of Almighty God. And in so doing, we also cleanse our own soul, our inner, our inner self, which one day we will present before Almighty God. Create in me, O God, a heart renewed, a pure heart with clean hands. May today we be filtered, filtered in the things that praise and give glory to God and for the good of those with whom we interact this day. God bless you.